Welcome to the Health Leaders Podcast, the place for peer-sourced and solution-focused insights for healthcare executives airing every Tuesday. I'm Jasmine Ray, an Associate Content Specialist with Health Leaders. My guest for today's episode is Kristen Knowles, Performance Improvement Manager with the University of South Alabama Health System. University Hospital was recently selected for a pilot program designed to identify and reduce stress reactions before they develop into lasting issues, which Kristen is assisting with. The program is funded by a grant from the American Nurses Foundation and the United Health Foundation. During our conversation, Kristen discusses the program's background, how University Hospital came to be involved, some notable observations thus far, and how its color system is enabling nursing staff to check in with themselves and their colleagues. Hope you enjoy. Thanks for joining me today, Kristen. It's great to meet you. Of course. Thank you for having me. So over the duration of the pandemic, we began to see more reports of medical professionals dealing with burnout and stress on the job. Recently, University Hospital was selected to participate in a pilot program designed to identify and reduce stress reactions before they develop into lasting issues. So can you tell us about the selection process and how the hospital got involved? Absolutely. Well, we're one of four sites across the country that are funded through the American Nurses Foundation. Um, And we are just so humbled and honored to be part of the pilot to really address this issue. And what happened and how it all started was as we were growing as a health system, we're a very young health system. We partnered with an individual on campus, Dr. Amy Campbell who had a passion for the space of well-being and healthcare. And she had applied for a grant previously with the ANA Foundation and or American Nurses Foundation. And she didn't get it. But the director over that grant actually called her back when the funding opportunity to participate in stress first aid for nurses popped up again. And so at that time, she reached out to myself and our chief nursing officer at the time and said, would you partner as a team to apply for this grant? And of course, we said yes. And once receiving the grant funding, we quickly moved into action. And in doing that, we identified our unit champions. So we have two units. One is a medical intensive care unit and a progressive care unit area. Um, The other is located on the third floor and it's an oncology slash telemetry slash um, post-surgical unit. And so it was two very different units with very different leadership. The unit champions were actually staff nurses. And then we had the next level above that was a leader that served as like a safety coach. And that individual ended up being one of the CNLs or clinical nurse leaders that were working on those units. Additionally, it was important to have the unit management be a part of that. So the nurse managers on those two units also participated in the training 
and have moved into action as they're doing rapid cycle implementation and learning and sharing what they're learning um, on these like monthly meetings with these pilot sites across the country so that collectively the American Nurses Foundation will have a true picture of how to implement this across the country. So I know that you mentioned it being kind of implemented on different floors of university hospitals. So could you kind of walk us through how this would be applied in an acute care setting? Absolutely. So the third floor is actually an acute care setting. And how it's applied is it first, because we're also learning, um, before doing the education at the unit level with the staff around how to use the tools and tactics to be able to share, one, where you are on any given day. And what I mean by that is what is your stress level? How do you feel? Um, as we know, nurses don't only have the stress of the workplace, but they carry um, into a very chaotic environment where they are the point of care for the patient, the family, and serve as an advocate or liaison between the entire healthcare team to ensure understanding and optimal care is delivered on a daily basis. But those individuals are also sons, daughters, parents, spouses, and they may, who knows their, the environment that they leave to come into the healthcare setting. So part of the process is that you have a check-in when you come in, and it's how do you feel, where are you today? And the whole goal is to know where the team or colleagues at the point of care are when they start their day. Um, just like any day, patients are can change, they move, they can, um, they're very vulnerable, right? They can either get worse or get better, um, and their needs rapidly change depending on medication, surgical procedures, interactions with various caregivers, um, interactions with their family or loved ones. And so the nurse has to balance her emotions and feelings with all that's going on in that space to ensure consistent, safe, high quality care for the patient. And so knowing where one stands in an hour and 15 minutes, they might move from being in green and coming in perfectly healthy to moving into the orange, which we move through colors, green, yellow, orange, red. Red is where you don't want to be. The longer you stay in red, that leads to burnout. It leads to harm. It leads to poor coping skills. It sometimes leads to unhealthy coping, right? Like So whether it be alcohol use or trouble sleeping or going home and being angry with the people you love most, and it's important for us to take care of each other in that acute care setting. So once you check in and you're like, okay, this is how I start my day, this is my color, the staff and the leadership have been trained to pick up on cues and check in on you as things happen throughout the day. So, hey, you good? And it's seeing healthcare profession professionals, primarily nursing, and letting them know that someone cares. So instead of like with COVID, for example, nurses were there, their patients may be very young and they were in many instances and they would pass unexpectedly without a family member at the bedside. The nurse was expected to call the family, let them know, 
get the patient ready to go for postmortem care, whatever that looked like, and then take a new patient almost immediately without any support for their emotional well-being. And we're trying to change that here at University Hospital. And so the messaging we want to say is you matter. We value your well-being. Your mental state throughout the day is so important to us that if what you need to decompress is to take a pause and go away from the unit, I'm going to step in and cover for you so you can have that space to move yourself from orange back to green so you can keep on persevering. And I, I have to say, it's just seeing people. It's almost like when, with COVID, what it did to healthcare um, really is it put us back in silos where we disconnected from the patient, we disconnected from each other, we disconnected from working with teams because we were isolated. And you can't just remove restrictions and masks and say we're all going to know how to do it and it's all going to be okay because you haven't looked at me as an individual for the years that we were isolated. And so this not only helps with that well-being, but it's helping us with this transition back to the new norm post-COVID and seeing each other and being compassionate for individuals at the point of care throughout the day. So how have you seen staff benefit from the program or has it been long enough for you all to see benefits? So this is actually a three-year program, but we've already seen benefits. Just the fact that they now have like a code word to explain where they are emotionally, mentally when they come in and throughout the day that doesn't have to give you all the information or you don't feel like you have to say, oh, I'm good. You know, how are you today? Oh, I'm good. Is it, are you all right? Oh, everything's fine. To I'm actually now in yellow. It seems so trivial, but the frontline nurses say that's probably the biggest difference that they see is that they feel more open and connected to share about how they really feel than just putting up a front to get through their day. Um, that's been the biggest from the front lines, the voice of the front lines, what they see has been most value add. The second thing that's been value add, and this is not from me, and I've, I've actually observed it, but it's actually come from the nursing leadership at the point of care, is that a lot of times as leaders, it's a very fine line to address your employees' feelings and emotions when you're trying to get through the day, staff, you know, total number of beds, provide the care needed, deal with issues that come up from HR, physicians, you know, preventing harm, et cetera. And this allows for a purposeful check-in and then follow-up. And the two nurse managers that are participating in this have said that they feel more connected to their staff on a very different level than they ever felt they were free to be in prior to this pilot. Um, so that's been exciting to hear from the managers, you know, being able to say that it's one thing to say, I care about you. It's another when those words turn into actions. And it's the only word that has to come out is that your color changed. And as a leader, I'm now able to say, you know what, I'm going to cover your patients. Go to the decompression room and take time for you. 
I think it's important. And that just changes how people feel about each other and how they're growing as a community at the point of care and how they're only going to be stronger over the next three years as a team and caring for these patients. Because now it's not seeing each other is just checking in, you know, a nurse for their shift to provide care. It's we are a team and we care about you. Even prior to coming in, we care about your well-being. We, you're not just a number. You're not just a body. You're not just a nurse. Um, you're not an FTE to take care of patients. You are an individual that we care about. And we want you to be well mentally and with less stress and know you're supported to provide the best care possible for our patients. So you mentioned the color system. How do you think this system has helped staff with self-care? Great question. So it actually originated the color system. Um, It actually originated in the military. And so then it came back and was like, okay, if we can apply an evidence-based approach to how we improve the well-being index or the overall well-being of our nurses, how incredible would that be? And let's measure and let's learn from it and let's see what it does. And the colors actually, one, if you say self-care, if I notice for myself that every day I come to work, I'm in orange or red, immediately I know I'm way too stressed. And also I have a friend, right? I have either that stress coach or a unit champion or a nurse manager that's paying attention to that. And that prompts a very good, solid conversation. There's actually tools and resources for each color. So, for example, I don't have to figure it out by chance. I have a tool that says if you're in the red, be concerned with this, this, this and this. So are you losing sleep? When you go home, are you taking medication to rest? How are your family interactions? And you can work through that and then provide or provide you know, employee assistance or counseling that's offered through your facility or just make some suggestions. As a leader who is showing that they care, the conversation might be, I haven't seen my children because I've been working long hours and this has been going on in the home and I just need some time. That gives not only an evidence-based assessment tool to identify trends in the colors of how people feel about their well-being, but it gives those leaders a roadmap for interventions to better under or further assessment, actually first, of better honing in on where is that stress coming from, and then ideas to suggest or to explore to assist that employee um, more targeted so that they can own their own self-care. What are some of the advantages of being able to catch those stress indicators, regardless of how severe they are early on? Not to get emotional by any means, but um, as a nurse leader, a nurse manager, um, I've actually, not in this role, but in previous roles, I've actually been on the other end learning that one of my employees um, was in an ICU where they caused self-harm. And if I would have 
I beat myself up over it, um, honestly, for months. Um, and I reflected on, like, what were the warning signs? What could I have done? What could I have picked up on? You know, the red flags that they told me to look out for, she really didn't have any of those. Like, what did I miss? And thank God she d- wasn't dead. Um, and that, if I would have had these colors and if my staff could check in with me in an honest way, I know for a fact I could have provided resources and support and had her on my radar um, and not have to find out of like harm that was caused to herself and her family because she was burned out and she was overwhelmed and she had a lot of stress and I didn't even know it. Um, I think of another um, employee that the first time I ever I acquired a unit and I set up one-on-one meetings with everyone and um, just to get to know them and put a face with the new leader. And I can remember actually this is someone I keep up with now, um, gosh, seven years later. Um, but I'll never forget that conversation where I thought someone was underperforming um, based on feedback. And when they came in to talk to me, they shared that they had called a parent because they had a plan to kill themselves. And like, it really touches me because you as a leader care about your staff so much and the other staff member care about their teammates so much. They really do. People don't go into nursing if they don't care and they don't have this drive to fix things and help others. And just if this process was in place and I'd known colors and my staff and I were talking about colors in a safe way, I feel like I would have been able to help sooner and cause less harm or less humiliation and honestly less, you know, beating up myself of what ifs and what could I have done. That time spent would have been more positive and more proactively spending that time growing my employees and providing resources to help them decompress and be less stress in the work environment. Well, Kristen, thank you again for taking the time to speak with me and telling us about the program at USA Health. I really do appreciate it. No, thank you again for the opportunity and anything and everything um, that can be done to raise awareness for the stress in the hospital or healthcare environment that all disciplines are feeling and trying to recover from without a pause since COVID. Um, I, I encourage that greatly and I really appreciate you reaching out. And thank you for listening to the Health Leaders Podcast. We'll be back next Tuesday with more healthcare industry insights.